Hello, thank you so much for listening to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. My name is Michelle Anthony, and I am your host, your guide for these weekly episodes all about being a better human. (laughs) You get to be who you actually are. I am kind of obsessed with authenticity and not as uh, definite always being who you really are, but as a living spiritual practice of stepping up and realizing when we can do better. So authentic living with Michelle. That's the new name of the podcast. No, it's not that. Anyways, I hope you enjoy this week's episode and... I am just so happy that you are here listening. Just know that I appreciate you and I love you. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello, let's start today's episode as usual with a nice deep breath in through the nose. Pause for a second, feel that vitality fill the body and then slowly exhale through the nose. Let's do two more breaths like that in through the nose. Pause for a moment, absorb. And slowly exhale. Last breath. And slowly exhale. So for today, I want to talk a little bit about what it's like to be a spiritual entrepreneur and how to use some of the tools no matter what it is that you do, whether you have a nine to five job or um, any, any, anything at all unrelated to being a spiritual entrepreneur, how you can use the tools in your life. And specifically, I'm talking about this mindset of looking at your own Um, spiritual evolution, your self-care practices, your time that you spend checking in with yourself, checking in with your guides, mentors, your spirit guides, and considering that time as part of your work. So being a spiritual entrepreneur, I, you know, and a mom, I find it challenging to sit down and get to work without first centering, checking in. And I was able to sneak away for a little bit the other day and get a little bit of computer work done. And, you know, I was like, okay, I have two hours to be super productive and kind of had that mindset going in. And then I paused and got out my deck of oracle cards and my journal and started journaling and very interesting um i have i don't know exactly what it means but the death card popped out and i've been getting these messages 
uh, about death in some way, shape, or form, seeing it, um, seeing the word, or um, just randomly being attracted to start listening to my favorite murder. Like, just different things about death has been popping up for me. And so that card popped out right away. And then I got a couple other cards. And the main message in that for me was yes, something is being let go, something is shifting or um, dying in my life, an aspect that I've been putting time into maybe is now is space is being created for something else. And the message that I got was to not focus on what I'm letting go of if I don't know what it is then I don't need to focus on racking my mind. The answer is not in my mind. And is don't focus on what I'm letting go of, but focus on where I would like to go. So that was just a really powerful message for me in in refocusing. Yes, what is it that I want to spend my time doing? And uh in that moment, kind of had this flash of insight of, oh yeah, I really miss doing circle work. I really miss, you know, doing a lot of the uh, wild women Midwest stuff that we did and gathering, t- gathering together in circle and having deep, just connected shares, doing shadow work as a collective and really feeling how when we work through duality, you know, the good, the bad, the struggles, the challenges, the shadow. When you start to do the work within duality and find a sense of connection and unity by doing that in a circle, we see how much of the same struggles and challenges and and even joys are the same as as other people within our community. And that opens up the door to an experience of unity. And I think that's part of the the really powerful, powerful um, energy of circle work is that you get within this container an experience of unity. You get to see how within within duality we we are connected. We are connected in that we are all in it. We are all in the human experience. And then when we have those little tastes or snippets within circle, we get the opportunity then to share that energy, share that new mindset with our broader community, with our families, with our friends, with strangers. And we get to see that inherent humanness, that inherent unity. And so I really, really believe in circle work. Um, and and that's that's the message that came through for me that and now I'm working on um, a new offering um, with Lorelai, my uh, partner for Wild Women Midwest. And we are actually um, in the process of transferring that business to a beautiful new lady who is based out of Hayward and she's going to be taking over Wild Women Midwest and I just was you know having that moment of like yes this feels right I'm excited to pass the torch to her and yet I really miss 
doing circle work. And so now, um, Lorelai and I are going to be offering, um, like a, a special surprise coming. I don't know how much I want to say about it, but it's going to be a um, little day retreat instead of doing a wild women Midwest retreat, just like a, a day of circle work and and just coming back into that that deep space of sharing in in that duality of the shadow work, the bliss and the ecstasy and fun um, when we get to connect with people, especially with people that we wouldn't normally think to connect with. So I get to spend some time um, in my day where I entered with this mindset of I'm going to be super productive. And then I just remembered, okay, guess what? This is a part of my work is I need to check in with myself. I need to um, tune in and ask myself, what is it that I actually want to be doing? And where does my creative energy want to express itself? And that is the work. (laughs) It doesn't matter if I have a perfect website, if I have my page um, set up my shop where people can give me money. Like You can make anything work. So if you are wanting to do something, if you're wanting to launch into spiritual entrepreneurship, know that you don't have to freaking have it perfect. You don't need a perfect graphic designer. You don't need to have the website even. You just need to focus on your offering. Focus on the offering. And you know, there's so many ways to collect um, money from people and present your offering to people and get it out there. What you need to focus on is that you're in alignment alignment over hustle always so I really love and I think it's just all of the stuff coming up and the letting go of the wild women midwest and having a baby pregnancy all of that stuff got me out of the habit of doing that and especially just like having this baby and like okay oh my gosh she's sleeping I have a couple minutes to get work done boom I have to get these messages sent I have to get this up on the website you know and just remembering that like number one is why I'm doing what I'm doing and if I'm not checking in with myself to make sure I'm in alignment with what I actually want then What good is all the other stuff? It's not going to work out for me the way I intend it if it is not authentic to me. And I think that's just such a beautiful way to uh, go about your day and go about spreading whatever it is you want to spread. And so I had two hours to get work done and I spent one hour doing journaling and um and doing a little card reading for myself and I uh, had a lot of clarity come through that guided what it is that I did next. I decided, you know, I really have loved been I've been loving doing these intuitive readings for people and it's been really good for the people that I'm doing this offering for. It's been really good for me. I feel really connected to my intuition and Um, that has been feeling good. So I think I just need to offer that um, all the time. And, um, you know, and even just thinking about, okay, how can I sustainably do this podcast when 
either need to get a sitter or I need to plan out the podcast for when the baby's sleeping. And, you know, I want this to be a free offering, but how can I, how can I make it so people can support me if they'd like to? So I now have an option on my Shopify page, my Blistonic shop, where you can donate to, to support the podcast. So all of that just came through so clearly when I took the time to check in with myself, journal, and do this reading that said, death card, and also, guess what? You don't need to know. You don't need to know what you're letting go of. You don't need to know what's coming next. Just think about where, what you want to feel, where you want to go, what has been feeling good, and focus on that instead of what's, what you're going to let go of because you'll know. You'll know when it's time to let go of something because there's not space for it anymore. Sometimes, yes, we do have to jump off that cliff and just take that leap of faith and and let go of something before we're ready. And sometimes we just need to focus on what we want to create and then it'll feel right and we'll know when it's time to let go. So even if you're not a spiritual entrepreneur, notice that these times that you take to check in with yourself they are, number one, they're so important. And whether it's a meditation practice or journaling or doing tarot or oracle cards for yourself, they are a part of the work. And I love, I love thinking about it like that. And I wouldn't have had this, these ideas come through had I not made that the priority. And I, it's fun. It's fun because guess what? <laughs> I'm going to go work for two hours and I get to just do a reading and journal and that is work. And maybe you can't measure that as far as financial income, but think about the offerings that I uncover just so authentically and so inspired that I wouldn't have otherwise had I not taken that time. So I'm just so grateful for, for spiritual entrepreneurship and for, you know, just stepping up and owning that, that time for myself. And on that, I am so inspired lately in my life. And I know you've been listening to, if you've been listening to these podcasts, you know that I've had a lot of opportunities for growth, for boundary setting, for um, for compassionate communication. And I have really been into this concept of just owning it, owning everything, own where I am, own where I want to go, own my um, challenges and shadow, own my shortcomings, and also own my my gifts. And that has been such a blessing to get that message. If you listen to podcasts, then you may have heard of Natalie Miles, Intuitive Conversations with Natalie Miles is such a great podcast and um the main message that she does a little beginning is own it own it all and what we own can't hurt us and what is that saying what we don't own owns us and and so really just stepping into self-reflection 
helps you understand all of those pieces of yourself and then you can work on owning it and and I think there's just such beauty in in being who you are so authentically and I know it's not easy I'm here with you and I'm just just perpetually trying to check in with myself not perfect. I am not perfect over here. Guess what? I do judgment work because I am judgmental and I realize that and what a gift to realize that. And I don't need to be hard on myself. I just need to do the work and keep doing the work and keep doing the work. <laughs> and it's not going to be over anytime soon. Okay, so thank you so much for staying with me through all of this. So I, I challenge you this week to take a look at how you start your day. Lately this week, I've been starting my day um, with a little bit of breath work, a little bit of Agni Sara, the practice of kind of pumping the navel. And I really love the practice of Kapalabhati, breath of fire. And that is the fast, sharp, forceful exhales followed by a neutral inhale. And the belly pulls in to push the breath out and you relax the belly and it kind of allows that inhale to be neutral. And so you have more space for that exhale to be pumping out. And it will sound something like this. And then you can do as many rounds as you like, maybe 21 to 30 rounds. Take a deep breath in and let it go. Agni Sara is the practice of holding the breath out, letting your navel suck in and up, kind of creating a sense of suction under the navel or under the rib cage, and then pulsing the belly. And those practices have been really helping me just get centered and make better decisions for my day, whether it's, oh, well, now I'm really craving lemon water, so let me start my day with that, or a really nice tea instead of just going straight for the coffee like I do. (laughs) So that's your challenge for the week is how can you treat your self-care, your um, self-reflection, and your check-ins as a part of your job you are here as a human your actual job guess what is just to live your life and learn about yourself and evolve and so treating your your reflection time as as work really prioritize it whatever it is whether it's a physical practice a breathing practice journal oracle cards it can be um, a food practice making um, some lemon water tea in the morning kind of putting something to to prime your day with could be doing a yoga practice whatever it is dedicate yourself to that like it is your job because it is (laughs) all right thank you so much for listening this week and Stay tuned for an extra episode this week uh, with my friend Lynn Davidson. The audio is not the best, um, but you can listen and receive her 
beautiful sound healing with her voice. It's really um, a magical experience. And future guests that I have on the show will be done with two microphones and not one. So (laughs) next week, uh, next interview I do with somebody, it will be a little bit better quality and I will not have my baby in the background um, doing all of his noises. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting this podcast. You can check out all of the offerings that I have on my website, blistonicyoga.com, as well as the opportunity to donate to the show. And that is also on the website. A big thank you to Kyle Piper for editing this podcast. He's available for consulting if you'd like to start your own podcast or a website designed for you. So thank you, Kyle, for your editing skills. You're awesome. I don't know why I said editing like the editing. I'm so fancy. Anyways, thanks for listening. And I will release the episode with Lynn in the next day or two. Thank you so much for listening.